What do you do when you realize that everything that you know about sexuality and all of this homosexual acceptance, transgender, child sex trafficking, pedophiles, well, maybe it's not so bad. All of this is based on a lie. And a man who was a pedophile himself. Hey, everybody, it is Thursday. Welcome back to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family and filmmaking. We're a husband and wife filmmaking team on a mission to serve others and stand for biblical values and principles. We do that by way of movies, books, this podcast, and more. You can learn more about our filmmaking ministry at fearlessfeatures.org. That's also where you can check out any of the previous podcasts if you've missed any. So welcome to the show. I'm your co-host, Amber Archer, and with me as usual is my husband, Mark. I am here on standby. On the husband and wife team. Trying not to let my head explode oh no with today's show today's show why don't you tell everybody what we're talking about today oh my word well <laughs> where do we start this is pedophiles? Part, part two with judith mm-hmm. we're going to talk about pedophiles today uh-huh. it's a tough subject so it's a tough subject so if you've got young ones in the room uh you might want to reconsider reconsider maybe listen to this later yeah put on your earbuds something like that because yeah. um there's there's just some hard things to talk about. Yeah. With this. Hey, and we 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 tackle hard things here. Yeah. yeah. If you don't want to have to have that conversation explaining to your children what pedophiles are and what they do, then uh, come back to it later. Yeah. It's, it's really okay. You're not going to hurt our feelings. <laughs> no, um, but thanks for joining us today. I th- I think that the thing that that boggles my mind, and I have this article from World Net Daily. Mm-hmm. That kind of ties into what we're talking about here today is that why why is it that when people tell us that they're going to do something in a certain way, as diabolical and evil as it is, whatever it is they're describing, that we don't believe them? I have no idea. I don't understand. The, every time some radical or violent thing happens, you can always go back and look. And the people who perpetrated it have always been saying, not just once, but for years, Mm -hmm. this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, there's an established track record. And then they finally do it. And then everybody scratches their heads and says, says, this is outrageous. Well, we had no idea. Well, here's a good example of it from WorldNet Daily. The headline... Says it all. Pro, I don't even know how. To, okay, let me let me gather myself here. Pro-life evangelicals for Biden. Let that sink in. Pro-life evangelicals for Biden quote feel used and betrayed because they his administration is doing exactly what they campaigned on. Exactly what they <laughs> they didn't make any bones about it. They oh. they they said what they were going to do and they're doing it. I'll leave a link to it in, in the rapid show notes. speed. Let me just read the first paragraph here. Okay. A group called Pro-Life Evangelicals for Biden expressed, quote, disappointment that Joe Biden is fulfilling his campaign promise to implement the radical pro-abortion platform formed largely by his party's far left during the 2020 election campaign. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to process this. They're disappointed that he's fulfilling his campaign promise. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm having a hard time because it, it's like, so you're you're disappointed, but you voted for a man who said he was going to to kill children, right? 
I mean, so what are you... 5,000 of them signed this letter. Oh, my goodness. In an open letter, the coalition of (sighs) 5,000 evangelicals said they, quote, feel used and betrayed after Senate Democrats rejected a move by Republicans to include the Hyde Amendment and the $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package. Well, I'll put them on my prayer list. That's all and, I can say. And you can put the link. You just have to read the rest of that yeah. for yourself. Why are we shocked? I don't know. I don't know, but I did hear an interesting quote. Um, I think it was John MacArthur who said it. A society is defined by what it will not tolerate. Mm-hmm. And I have been chewing on that for days because I think about what are all of the things that we tolerate? Mm. And, you know, abortion the LGBTQ mm-hmm. more and more every day. All of this, oh, it's just all this perversion. Mm-hmm. Pedophilia is getting passed legally. So that's an it's an interesting segue because we were talking about this on our walk this morning. Pedophilia and child sexual violence. Yeah, molestation, molestation, rape. Molestation, trafficking is mm-hmm. is a hot topic right now. Oh my and goodness, I totally forgot about that. And it's one of the last things I think that at least for today, maybe not you know, things change rapidly, so maybe tomorrow it'll change. But as of the recording of this podcast, our society still doesn't tolerate this. Right. Which part? It still does not tolerate Pe- the child pedophilia and pedophilia right yeah and so it brings us to this uh discussion today with judith well and if you're just joining us we are researching these things Mm -hmm. because we're working on a new documentary film called the mind polluters and it's all about the sexualization of our children through the education system and so digging into the history and the background and where we are today as a society and just kind of getting a to give everyone that perspective and bird's eye view of what's really happening on the ground, who's fighting these battles and how it can actually be mm-hmm. one. So we have two, two audio segments today. And the first one is part of the research that we've done uh, in as we've we, we, the first thing that we did was we interviewed Judith, Dr. Judith Reisman. Mm-hmm. And if you missed out on her background and the first part of her interview, it's on last Thursday's episode. Right. I'll leave a link to it. And uh, gets you introduced to her and her work through the years and all of her research. She is the one who has been spearheading this through the years. And you have to start there because this concept of... Um, that she talks about where she had an incident with, with one of her daughters Mm -hmm. who was raped. Mm -hmm. And this was back in the Mm sixties. And she kept hearing this line recited over and over. Well, you know, children are sexual from birth. Mm -hmm. And she was trying to figure out where in the world this had come from. And through her research, she found that this came from Alfred Kinsey. Mm-hmm. who we're going to talk more and more about. And you're going to hear a lot about him today. Now, who was Alfred Kinsey? Kinsey was a researcher, if you will, who was employed at Indiana University. Mm-hmm. And he was funded by the Rockefeller Foundation primarily. Mm-hmm. And Kinsey was the one who in 1948 and then in 1953 published 
the two books that really started the ball rolling for the sexual revolution. Yes. Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, 1948. Sexual Behavior in the Human Female, 1953. And he's really the one who's quote unquote credited for starting the sexual revolution. Mm -hmm. And this is where this all comes from. And what you're going to hear here first is this is a clip from the Phil Donahue show. Okay. <laughs> if, everybody, if everybody, if you remember the, uh, that the talk show, you remember that Jack wagon. I mean, he, he is a piece of work mm -hmm. and his show is, is tabloid garbage, but Judith was on that show. And mm -hmm. you, there's a couple people that you'll hear in this. It's hard because you don't, you can't see the visuals, but what Judith is talking about is she's, she, they have just, she's up there with a guy who writes for penthouse mm -hmm. And another psychologist, I can't remember the other guy, and then this one other guy named C.A. Tripp. And he's the one that we're going to talk about after you hear the clip. But let me just tell you who C.A. Tripp was. Clarence Arthur Tripp was an American psychologist, writer, and researcher for Alfred Kinsey. Mm -hmm. uh, Tripp worked with Kinsey at the Kinsey Institute for Research in Sex, Gender, and Reproduction in Bloomington, Indiana from 48 to 56. Um, he was Kinsey's photographer. Mm -hmm. So when they start talking about these things, mm -hmm. you will hear this man come on and start to defend and then try to discredit mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Reisman. I mean, and it's, it's kind of hard to listen to because you're listening to this argument going mm -hmm. on on stage. I mean, if you can even imagine, and there's a whole audience watching, right. but it's fascinating to go back and research all of these things and just to see, see everybody's attitude even then. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Do you know what the date on the Donahue show is? I don't. I think it was, it's sometime in the mid nineties. Yeah. I don't have a, a, a date. But just how far it. we've come as a society, mm -hmm. what we will, because Donahue He's he really is indifferent and really on the side of Kinsey. On Donna, this. Donahue worked for the Kinsey Institute. Oh, my at goodness. One point. I didn't so, know. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so Donahue, you will hear him and he he resists. This is like three quarters of the way through the show. I, it took me a long time. I had to endure Donahue. See, now you're farther to, along on the research than I am here. I, I didn't even know this part. <laughs> right. So in, in trying to find this part where. Judith, they're just piling on Judith and they're mm -hmm. just, they're just trying to destroy her. And she just sticks to her guns and she, she forces Donahue. She keeps saying, show the tables. And those are in the, the, the books. Right. And let me tell you what these are. And then when the clip is over, we're going to talk about this again. She is talking about tables from Alfred Kinsey's books, which is his research document and research. Kinsey's research books. And I want you to also listen very carefully to what the photographer, C.A. Tripp, admits mm -hmm. at the end of this clip. Joni's in a lot of trouble. Where uh, are the tables, Phil, please? What do you want the Phil, tables? put up the tables. tables. Let now the you, people see them. This will make your point, Yes, will it? you let the American Judith, public look at it tables, and let him Judith, pay attention to Judith, what those tables Judith, after the tables, can we put up the lies in your resume? Oh, a penthouse man, go. All well, right. See, she gets... This is a lies woman who could not... Phil, I think the tables would be fair. Let and the American public... Judith, let the, did you claim let the American public let the public see it. think he Bill. runs from let it because public, he doesn't 
want people to know. No, no, and I'd like to see your resume as well. He doesn't want anybody to see it. The tables show the number of uh, orgasms in uh, humans, uh, males, uh, I assume, five months to uh, four years. You've got, you've got two months old, five okay? Months old. You've got one child allegedly having a climax. Where are those tables? So you've got 24 hours around the clock, 26 orgasms around in a four-year-old. You want to tell me, right. you want to tell me, where are those oh, tables? Show them, Brian. Where are the tables? Yeah. Well, we're going to show them. There. Now, now, All right, now what is the point? You what tell is your me point? what is the point. Five months old. What is it? I can hardly read it. What's next Five to that? Number of orgasms. Oh, number of orgasms. Three. Go down to the four-year-old. You see the four-year-old there? Yeah. There, bottom one. Yes, four-year-old, 26 orgasms in 24 hours. Tell, tell me, Phil. Tell me, yes, Phil. Does a baby sleep? Tell me, Phil. Tell me, Phil. Does a baby sleep? Tell me if this is scientific. A baby sleeps for eight hours. And you, you tell me how you get 26 orgasms for 24 hours. Well, I don't know what that is. Just a minute. Just a minute. Sounds like a guest for the Donahue show. And you know, and you know what, and you know what Gebhard said to me. You know what Dr. Gebhard said. He wrote me a letter, which I wish you had up there too, in which he said that oral and manual techniques were used on the children. Now, Phil, I'm going to say that once my, more. My, my I'm going to say that sir. once more. And if I'm wrong, let them sue me. He they said oral and manual techniques were used on those children. Yeah, how does, what American is going to defend that? How does C.A. Um, Tripp respond to that? Uh, she's talking about data that came from pedophiles. That um, he would listen to only pedophiles who were very careful, used stopwatches, knew how to record their thing, did careful <laughs> surveys. And these she resents very much, but they're very important. So he, he interviewed Tipton. people who were known criminals, <clears throat> I assume. Were they in prison at the time? Oh, certainly not. But uh, they were, in her sense, criminals because they were pedophiles. But and they're after, trained Oh, in her sense, observers. they were criminals because they were pedophiles. They're they raping children observers. and they're not criminals. You're going to defend Nobody that. was raping children. Uh, what they what were do doing... What do you call sexually, manually, and orally abusing a baby, and you're a bloody pedophile? And as for... A bloody pervert! <laughs> Okay, so here here again, let's just... A society is defined by what it will not tolerate. Mm-hmm. You have a man, C.A. Tripp, who was Kenzie's photographer, admittedly stating, says that he had... A, what did he say? Accredited pedophiles who yeah. used... Trained pedophiles. Oh, trained pedophiles. Oh, yes. And he admits that they were... That they were... In, some of them were incarcerated. What in the world... What are what do we really accept as a society? What's really telling about this is that as we talked with Judith and you realize that all through the decades of her research leading up to this point, and you'll hear her talk about this some in in what we're going to listen to here with her in a, in a minute, is that she was sounding the alarm on this and people in the science community, PhDs, and she would say he was molesting and torturing children. Mm-hmm. He was using pedophiles, and she was saying this, and they would look at her like she had three eyes yeah. <laughs> and say, you don't have any proof of that. In Donahue, his own writings. Donahue, in the, earlier in the show, is arguing with her, saying he was a he was a respectable family man, blah, 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 you know, defending Kinsey. 
Unbelievable. It's in his book. Yeah. And here's the guy who was right there with him admitting it mm-hmm. and trying to justify it. Yeah. Now, if you listen to nothing else that we have said on this podcast, <laughs> get this straight in your mind. The sexual revolution and everything that has spun out of it, comprehensive sex ed, pornography, child trafficking, child sex trafficking, the acceptance of LGBTQ plus 150,000 genders, all of it, it all goes back to Kinsey Mm -hmm. and his work being held up as this panacea of this is the new science that we all have to believe and this he he, what we talked about about the people who felt betrayed by biden Uh right he put it in his book yeah and they have ignored it and suppressed it for decades so people people talking about it suppress it. The books are still out there. You can go down to the library and look at these tables in the book. I checked books. them out. It's just, in the book. Just to do the research, I checked them out of the library. So the question is, rectify this in your mind. What do you do when you realize that everything that you know about sexuality and all of this homosexual acceptance, transgender, child sex trafficking, pedophiles, well, maybe it's not so bad. All of this is based on a lie. And a man who was a pedophile himself. A man and a homosexual. Who, was, who should have been in prison for crimes against children. But by all means, we should all take his word for it. But and he is still teach, because teach the next generation. Because what did we say when we were talking we, a couple episodes ago and we brought up the interview with Monica Klein, mm-hmm. who was a CSE educator. And what did she say in her interview? They they are taught children are sexual from birth. This all goes back to this fundamental belief that they have that children are sexual from birth. Where does that come from? From Kinsey, Mm -hmm. who was a pedophile. Yep. So. Aren't you glad you joined the program this morning or today or wherever you're listening from? (laughs) (laughs) So think about that carefully. And then as we now listen to part two with Judith. Mm Mm-hmm. All you needed to do was to put on the screen or show them in the book the so-called tables 30, 31, 32, 33, and 34 in Kinsey's book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male. Table 31, or table 30, a two-month-old baby is being used in in this. A two-month-old baby. Uh, his comments at the bottom that, you know, and his comments throughout, well, we got this many orgasms from these little, he doesn't say little, <laughs> from these subjects, yeah. Um, but a, a lot more, we could have had a lot more, you know, if we had more time, right? Um, uh, and and he, and you look at the, the document and... That's 30, and then 32 and 33 were the times, times between orgasms, times between or 30 seconds here, two months, you know, two, two, uh, two minutes there. Timing. They're timing these babies. They're, they're timing these babies. And then page 34, which 
blows everybody's mind. And that's the one we had with Donahue. That's the only one he showed because he didn't want to show any of them, you know? But we made him, I, or we, I made him show that. Okay, the table 34, which is the one that, uh, that uh, Brady looked at, which shows a five-month-old child being masturbated, we thought. Well, they used, uh, yeah, but then later we find out it was penetration as well. I couldn't say that at the time, but we confirmed that. Um, so a five-month-old in, in this table, right? And then to uh, a six-month-old, an eight-month, whatever, all the way down to a couple of kids who were four, a four-year-old who had, he said, he wrote, he had up there 26 orgasms, a four-year-old, a four, a four, a four-year-old, 26 orgasms in 24 hours. Now, there were several children that were timed to 24 hours. Now, anybody with half a brain says, wait a second. You can't, not only you can't do that, but that's an experiment. You, These kids were kept awake. They were being... Yeah, so they were being tortured. They were being, and of course, all these kids were being tortured. All the kids were in in states of trauma. Uh, one of the one was Esther White, who we met later, who was one of these children, and who her father had taken the the films of her, uh, you know, and she was being raped is what she was being, and and they were sending him back to the Kinsey Institute. Anyway. Those were the pictures that he was, that was the main one that he was looking at. And he said he ought to be, have his head strung up on a pole, is what he said. Um, so what I didn't know, I said everybody in Washington was, you know, watched Crossfire. Because whatever side you were on, you could root for them, right? If you're on the liberal side, if you're on the conservative, you're right. So, so whatever side. So uh, I get a call from the Department of Justice. And they had been the head of the police department in the Department of Justice had been watching Crossfire, the, the head of the, the um, juvenile justice and delinquency prevention was watching. His his associate was watching. They'd all been watching this program, and they called me. One of the the guy called me, Jim Wooten, and he I get a phone call at my aunt's house, and he says, uh, "We were just watching this," and he says, um, "We would like to talk with you because." He said, we've never heard any of this, and we have experts, you know, working with us, and uh, this is very important. So I say, okay, yeah, happy to do it. At the same time, I get a call from Pat Buchanan. He's done an article on it, and he's been threatened by the Kinsey Institute with the lawsuit, you know, his, I mean, his syndicate. 
yeah, has been threatened with a lawsuit unless he can really prove, oh, and then he can't. Oh, my goodness, you couldn't prove that. So so Pat Buchanan, Pat calls me. He says, can you, can you prove, you know, that this is what he really did? And I say, well, it's in his book. Well, you know, what, what more do you want? It's right there in black and white. So I go out to Buchanan's place in McLean, Virginia. Beautiful place, lovely, lots of books, beautiful setup. And we sit and go over everything that Kinsey has written, everything he has said. So Buchanan does, Buchanan does, um, um, what does he call it? Uh, Round two, Buchanan versus Kinsey, right? Kinsey Institute. And he does an, another article in which he says, look, you know, don't, Reisman was here. Don't, don't argue with her. Argue with, with what Kinsey himself has said. So from that comes all the other publicity. And uh, this guy, uh, Bancroft, joins the Kinsey Institute. And he says, ever since I sat down at my desk, this is all I get is this, you know. And he does another interview in which he admits that Kinsey lied, but he says it wasn't really important that he lied. It was, you know, he says he claimed it was nine men who were who was who were experimenting, uh, who were working with these children. He said, but really, it was just one guy, one guy, right? So all this starts to float around, and all this is going on. And the next thing I know, I'm offered a uh, a grant from the Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention. Uh, okay, what's the grant going to be for? The grant is going to be for my work on Kinsey as well as my work on Playboy and Penthouse because they didn't, they had no idea that children were in Playboy. This is the Office of Juvenile Justice. And delinquency, they're trying to find out what's the, they're getting all these kids who are raping other kids. And nobody's mentioned any of the pornography, any of the, certainly haven't mentioned Playboy. Nobody's talked about pornography, right? So they say, this is a real eye-opener. You know, yeah, we would like you to research all this. Okay. Uh, So I write up the grant with the help of their grant guy and, he says, you need $800,000. I said, what do I need $800,000? It's, you know, what do you need that kind of money for? It's right here. You just do the, you know, and no, that's what you have to have. And he looks at me and he says, you have no idea how come you're going to need $800,000. You're going to need every penny of it. I don't know what he's talking about. He's talking about the flack. Mm. We will be hit with Everything. Mm-hmm. So then what? So then that really starts the intensive research into the Kinsey Institute. Right. No. No? <laughs> no. Absolutely. Just, is it just onto pornography? Yes. Why? Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No. So this, I'm supposed to be researching the, well, because our task force, I didn't even talk about our task force. Very important. Before. Before all, okay, or part of this, uh, we create a task force, or the Office of Juvenile Justice creates a task force uniting FBI, 
Department of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention, law enforcement, major law enforcement guys. I have all the documents. I hope you'll show them. Yeah. Um, and it's to... And, and it is to investigate sexology. This is the grant. Sexology, the role of sexology and the role of pornography and child sexual abuse, ch child kidnapping, uh, child, uh, child kidnapping, oh, dear, uh, and serial murder and rape. Uh, massive, massive, with the FBI, Quantico. So I'm invited to Quantico to present my my arguments about all this, and I do a a presentation which you have in Quantico uh, training, and I'm bec I become supported by the FBI. I mean, they now are my sponsors. All right. And I do a training for them, which they then are training other people that day. And then again, the next day, they asked me to do it for them on sex, sexologists. Yeah, which is specifically the Kinsey Institute at that time, as far as I knew. Uh, and uh, all forms of pornography, right? And Roger Depew was the head of the of the uh, behavioral science unit at that time. And Roger DePew, uh, wrestler, uh, wrestler was, uh, you know, these um, profilers and all that. Uh, and I'm, you know, they're on board. They're, so, they're, a, they're solidly on board, absolutely. And then the backlash comes. Washington Post has a big article about, oh, you know, this money that's being poured into this woman who is a Captain Kangaroo songwriter. You know, it's, I don't know if they said Captain Kangaroo, but they said songwriter. I guess it was Captain Kangaroo. You know, who's she? My gosh. They never, you know, sometimes they, I, sometimes they'd use the PhD, but mostly they didn't. You know, that, I'm, I'm a nobody. I'm being given all this money to investigate pornography. What? Pornography? Playboy? Pornography? Jack Anderson joins the crew. He starts yelling in his articles. Now, he's a respectable guy, you know, big, uh, respectable researcher or investigator. And then all the other newspapers across the country. I mean, I, you know, Trump gets it really big time, but I mean, I had a small taste of this. There was, you know, Los Angeles Times, the Examiner, the the uh, in 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 the um, in Arizona, the I forgot in, in Milwaukee. I, they're all there. They've all they're all saying this. They're singing the same party line. They are singing from that hymnal, honey. The the articles are exactly the same. So then I get a, an investigation. A congressional investigation, yeah. The first time I have barely got walked through the door, yeah. And there's a congressional investigation of me, and there's another Pepperdine. There was a funding that went there, and one other I forgot which. But anyway, that's the first one, which was in, I think April or something. And I mean, 
I haven't even opened the door kind of deal. And they, they're going to crush me. They're going to crush me, man. You know, stop this. I find it fascinating that Judith no sooner had gotten started on this research with this grant, and she's already being investigated by Congress. Right. And how many, how many, and let's just pause for a moment and think about that. How many of us could stand mm -hmm. when you talk about, when you talk about being firmly mm -hmm. rooted and knowing, you know, just, just standing on, on truth. And when you're standing on truth, that's how you withstand that. And, you know, mm -hmm. Judith, she even said, I mean, she didn't, she was offered this mm -hmm. and they told her, oh, you need $800,000. And she said, what do I need that for? Mm -hmm. And the guy who was helping her said, you have no idea. Yeah. And I think it's just what we have to, especially as Christians, we have to, we have to wrap our minds around uh, that this is not a conspiracy theory. This is real. Yep. And it is as evil as it sounds. It is as pervasive as it sounds. And listen, we're talking about stuff back in the 80s mm -hmm. and 90s right now. We haven't even gotten we haven't even... close into what we're dealing with now. In the I mean, 20th century. I mean, if you've been paying attention at all to what's going on, mm -hmm. it's all interconnected from mm -hmm. Epstein all the way around. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned because... This is the mind polluters. Mm -hmm. This is the rabbit hole that we have <laughs> to take you down because when the film comes out, you have to you have to understand who who these people are and how how they all fit together. Yeah. So thank you guys for sticking around to the end of today's show. We know it's a difficult topic and conversation to discuss, but you can help us make a difference. And you make a difference when you partner with us through our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features. You're helping to expose the perverted education being taught to children today through the education system. So you can visit fearlessfeatures.org to learn more about the mind polluters and share your support. Thank you for listening and joining us today. We'll talk to you again on Tuesday. Tuesday.